Welcome to the Do Better podcast with your coach and host, me, Stevie Potter, helping you to go from feeling like a smashed packet of custard creams to being a superhuman. To find out where you are right now on the spectrum, go to our show notes and visit the Superhuman Scorecard and start changing your life today. So hello and welcome to another episode of the Do Better podcast. Um, As I record this, we've been having some beautiful weather and it feels like spring has truly sprung. Um, I'm back in the office, so I'm back looking out onto my beautiful view, um, which is lovely fields, few little ponies. Um, no blue sky today, but the sun is still out and it does very much feel like, uh, like I say, spring is kind of here. And um, lots of people have been getting out on their bikes, people have been walking. Um, we've been out on the coast path, I've been out on my bike. And you might even be able to hear in the background if you listen really carefully, birds twittering and just general sounds of the beautiful British countryside. So perhaps I should not talk and I should just turn the mic around to the open window and let you listen to them because possibly they are far more relaxing and enjoyable than my uh, tones. But I'm not going to do that because you won't necessarily learn anything and that's what we're here to do. Uh, Maybe you're unwinding, maybe you're relaxing, maybe you're chilling, maybe you're cooking, maybe you're in the gym, maybe you're in the car. Whatever you're doing, Hopefully, we're going to impart some knowledge today um, and start a conversation, uh, get you thinking. That's what the podcasts are all about. They're little mini coaching sessions for you that you can take away and think about any action steps that you can apply to your own life. And what I try and do is think about the conversations I've had with my community, with my clients, and bring that to you. And, you know, by doing that, I'm covering the issues that really matter to the people um, that I hang out with. And that's you know what I'm the people I'm talking to it's all about you it's all about improving your health your happiness your longevity and basically improving lives across the world um so today um we're talking about something which comes up quite a lot. We have an absolutely buzzing community of awesome individuals in the Paladins group on Facebook. So if you haven't been there, go and check it out. Um, We focus on the real life issues that my clients are facing and it might be recipe suggestions, exercise suggestions, celebrating life successes and also supporting each other through the failure. And sometimes it's, you know, just some general uh, terrible banter as well. But the other day, a topic came up that's been brought to my attention because it's by no means the first time it's been brought up and I very much doubt that it will be the last. Um, It was on-the-go food suggestions. Now, that's really interesting um, because it's something that's a really hot topic and as soon as anybody mentions it, everyone kind of jumps on the comment feed like, yes, I'm listening to this because I really want to see what the suggestions are. And of course, there were lots of suggestions, um, uh, you know, preparing snack boxes a week in advance, smoothies, keeping the odd bag of kind of dried fruit and nuts in your handbag or a protein bar in the gym bag. You know, the suggestions are always the same for these types of things. Um, Certainly things that I've seen before. Sometimes I'll kind of share a few little quick recipes and things as well. But I try not to get too involved in the conversation. And the reason is because I question whether we're giving out the right advice. Now, of course, all of the foods that I've just mentioned and all of the suggestions that come up are indeed foods that you can grab on the go. And that is not at all what I'm disputing. They're all foods that you can grab when you're in a rush, when eating's got lost in the morning routine or the training and work and evening kind of socialising plans. But I'm asking what we're encouraging and promoting when we find a solution to rushed and pushed mealtimes. 
One of the things that I ask my clients to think about heavily is time management and planning. So the first principle, the first paladin principle is goal smashing. And the second is mindset. So if you go and log on to our Instagram feed, um, we did a set of posts a while back that were about the five paladin principles. And they're basically the principles that I apply to my coaching. So they're the things that are important. They're the things that are imperative that people need to work on. And sometimes they seem quite obvious and quite simple, but actually achieving them can be quite difficult because if we'd all got on top of them, then at the end of the day, I wouldn't have a job because people would be achieving everything they wanted to. But in my work in healthcare, in my work as a coach, in my work as an athlete, I've kind of narrowed down all the things that lead to success and what are the underpinning kind of models that that hold those together? What are the foundations of all of those successes across any genre? And I've also looked at my clients, I've looked at business people, I've looked at myself as a business person, but I've looked at sport um, on a broader uh, level, not just myself. I've looked at clients um, and I've looked at, you know, people who have things in common when they're successful in any field. So the first one is goal smashing and the second one is mindset. What I try to show people is that before you can achieve anything, you have to understand what you're trying to achieve and how you're trying to get there. So goal smashing is all about setting a goal and how are you going to achieve it? So what is it that you want to achieve? How are we going to kind of make that materialize? How are we going to quantify it? And what's the actual plan going to be to get there? But you also need to have a firm grasp of what it's going to cost you. So what it's going to cost in terms of change and impact on your current lifestyle. So have you acknowledged how uncomfortable it's going to be? Have you acknowledged whether it's a real priority for you and what the kind of underlying desire is? Have you acknowledged what you're actually going to have to change and what sacrifice you're going to have to make to achieve this goal that you've set yourself? And that's the mindset element. So goal smashing, all about setting that target and then building the plan to support you getting there, building this roadmap to get you there. And if you go back um, through the podcast, hopefully you've listened to all the episodes up until now. But if you haven't, go back to the coaching episode on goal smashing because it's super important. And I actually think if you've already listened to it, go and listen to it again because it's really valuable information. And I think all of us are not doing it enough. So goal smashing, all about kind of creating that target, creating point B, you're at point A, what is the map that you're going to use to get there? And mindset is all about knowing what tools you're going to need along the way, knowing who the people are that you need to take with you to support you and who's going to hold you back and slow you down. And sometimes those kind of conversations, discussions with yourself and with other people can be quite challenging. So it's really, really important that you understand why you're trying to do something, what you're trying to achieve and what it's going to cost you. 99% of my clients come to me asking for help to achieve health and fitness goals because they recognise that they want a firm hand, should we say, or maybe a foot up the bum to hold them accountable. So a lot of people come to me and they say, I've chosen you to coach me because I really think that you're the only person that's going to kick me into gear because I've put it off time and time again. You know, really, I know what I need to do. I'm just not doing it. And I haven't found the person to be firm enough with me to break it down and really make me do it. And that's the first step. Usually when people come to me, that is a really common thing that comes up. They identify me as quite a strong personality, but someone that's also going to push you and kind of help you to get somewhere because it's something I've had to push myself to do. 
what they what they don't see and what again a similar percentage of my clients fail to see is what the real underlying problems are i mean of course i'm always really excited to share my wealth of nutritional knowledge and my experience of nutrition and fitness and my experience with my clients and everything else that i can do as a performance coach but before i even get there i need to understand what stopped you from achieving your goals before Because really, the information to teach you how to recompose your body and health is actually all out there. You know, it's not necessarily the easiest stuff to access and you do have to be careful and mindful as we talked last week um, in terms of social media about what's valid and what isn't. So you do have to be able to evaluate that properly. But all of the information you need to achieve what you want is out there. And that is the beauty of the internet is that there is so much material out there. And you know what? A lot of it's free. If you dig deep enough, you can find the answers to a lot of questions. And you can certainly find the kind of discussions and opinions on it and canvas enough opinions to create, you know, a a kind of broad picture of whatever it is that you're trying to achieve, what you might need to get there and what the pros and cons of a certain plan and approach might be. So if all the information is out there, And also, some of my clients have a really good grasp on nutrition and lifestyle. I mean, I've even coached nutrition coaches and personal trainers. So, you know, the health and fitness thing, having the knowledge, having the information isn't the problem here. So what's really getting in the way of progress? Most of the time, life management. People are simply not aware of where their time goes and what their priorities really are. And for some, it can be really hard to pick that out too. Because if you're not aware of where your time is going, it can be really difficult to make you press the pause button and start documenting that. And also that then gives you a level of accountability that can be quite uncomfortable. But pick it apart, we do. And where we lay it all out, we can start to have a really important conversation. And that conversation is, what are your priorities? Because the conflict usually is, this is how you're spending most of your time, but you've told me that this is your priority. So you're spending, you know, 90% of your time on X, but you've told me that your priority is Y. And Y is getting 1% to 2% of your time. So if your priority, for example, is fat loss, why are you putting diet and lifestyle, the two key components of body recomposition and health, to the bottom of your priority list. Is it that it's not really your priority? Or is it that you haven't acknowledged and accepted the changes you need to make in order to achieve your goal? Now, the reason that's an important conversation and how it links back to the kind of question we spoke about at the beginning of this episode is that I think we need to stop feeding into the mentality of nutrition being an afterthought. Now, I accept that it's not always going to be possible to sit down to a beautifully home-cooked meal at the kitchen table with the family, you know, take your time over it, have a glass of wine, do the Mediterranean-style kind of, you know, eating from 9pm till midnight. I completely understand that. And as somebody who is on the go, who gets around, you know, when I'm working away, sometimes there's going to be times when it's going to have to be a smoothie or a snack pot or a prep kind of grab and go. But in general, 
we could learn a lot from our healthier continental cousins. So in places like France, just to name one of the countries where they have a very different outlook on kind of food, food on the go, mealtime, snacks, it's really frowned upon to eat in the street. If you take a look at the UK, it's very normal to see someone kind of rushing down the high street, kind of shoveling a bag of crisps or a sandwich into their mouth. And interestingly, it's very rarely a piece of fruit. It's always something packaged, something we've grabbed from, you know, the shop just down the road, um, which has loads of brightly coloured packaging on it telling you how good it is for you. Um, So in other countries, particularly on the continent in Europe, that's frowned upon. And healthy food on the go just isn't a problem they've had to solve because the culture of, you know, office desk lunches and driving seat dinners is just non-existent. It's just not a problem that's happened. So they haven't needed to find a solution for it. And they don't really partake in snacks. Um, That goes for schools and offices. So we're kind of obsessed with the idea of snacks. And again, that's probably a topic for another podcast. But we're obsessed that we kind of, you know, need to eat all the time else we're going to keel over, which again, probably isn't true. Um, And like I say, it's something we'll definitely revisit in another uh, episode. But back in the UK, we have pushed mealtimes to the bottom of the priority list. And we make excuses for ourselves for our poor nutritional choices because we don't have time. I'm going to give you an honesty bomb here. If it's your priority make time. Now, I'm not talking about redlining your life. I'm not talking about squashing everything in and, you know, cutting out sleep, cutting out the things that really matter. You know, I'm not talking about sacrificing family time. I'm not talking about sacrificing Sunday self-health. I'm not talking about any of that. I'm talking about thinking about all the other things that you do, the time that you waste, the time that you spend hooked on social media, doom scrolling, The time that you use for things that are not benefiting you, they're not contributing to your health, they're not contributing to your mental state, they're not contributing to any of the goals that you've laid out for you. That's why the goal smashing process is so important because you need to lay out your point B. If you're at point A, you need to decide where point B is and you need to understand what the map is going to be to get you there. Because if you don't have those two things in mind then it's very difficult to say, actually, I am spending my time in the right place and it's bringing me closer toward my goal, or indeed to recognise those things which are not doing that, which are pulling you further away. So it means looking honestly and plainly about how you spend your time and deciding which activities are lower on your priority list. Uh, You know, checking your phone, like I say, for new cat videos on YouTube and replying to kind of bullshit comment threads, childish things on social media that just don't matter. And I think that's really important is that only by doing this kind of time audit is it's the only way that you can you can really look at how you're spending your time. And you need to have a firm grasp on that. From there, you also need to realistically look at it and say, what are my priorities? And what you can do is when you've done your time audit, so maybe you've done a spreadsheet or you've just recorded on your phone, you know, blocks of time. Um, So put in kind of um, appointments for everything that you've done, literally down to 15 minute intervals and try and do it every hour. It can be broader than that. You can just sit at the end of the day and think roughly about how you spent your time. 
but try and be as honest and accurate as possible. And then from that list, you can look, well, well, how do I spend my time? So the place where you spend the majority of your time, that's currently your number one priority. The place where you spend the least amount of time is currently your lowest priority. And people will often find that mealtimes, nutrition, lifestyle like that, sleep, exercise, the kind of things that are important. It might even be mindfulness. You might be somebody that needs a lot of time to be in your own thoughts because you need a lot of uh, time to clear your headspace out. That might be dependent on your family environment, your job, your work life. So all of those things, you can then kind of write down and think, okay, how is it that I'm spending my time? And what are my priorities based on how I'm spending my time now? And then what you can do is you're going to have a reality check because you're going to look at that and think, well, what does it mean to actually reverse that? What does it mean to make nutrition my priority? What does it mean to make exercise my priority? You know, it might be family time. Whatever your goal is, what does it mean to make that a priority? Now, that doesn't mean, you know, obviously food, eating is never going to take more of your time than sleep, for example. But in terms of how you spend your day, and obviously work is probably going to take up the majority of your time. But you can look honestly about how much time you're committing to your nutrition and your lifestyle, for example, if you are looking to change your body composition. And think about whether you're really committed enough to do that. Now, I'm not the person that stands here and says, you don't want it enough. The reason you haven't got success is you don't want it enough. That's not at all true. It's about saying, what are the barriers? What's got in the way so far? It's not that you don't want it enough, but do you understand enough what's getting in the way? So the next time you think about ideas for healthy food in a hurry, maybe first sit down and ask if there's a way that you can change your lifestyle to make nutrition your priority. How can you make your meals more mindful? How can you put more energy into that food so that it's benefiting you in the way that's going to bring you closer to your goals, not further away? How can you make it that nutrition is not an afterthought? Because at the end of the day, if you keep it as an afterthought, it's going to be really challenging to bring you towards your goals in a time frame that that makes you happy. How can you make nutrition your priority and look at what really needs to change to achieve your goals? And be honest about what the sacrifice is going to need to be. And then be honest about whether you are prepared to make that. You know, it might be that you love McDonald's and you eat McDonald's every single day. And if you're not prepared to sacrifice chicken nuggets and a Big Mac and a thick shake every single day, then are you going to achieve the six pack that you want? Well, my argument would be highly unlikely. I mean, obviously it is about calories. And if that's the only meal you're eating in the day, then maybe that's fine. But usually that's not the pattern we see. So everything in context. But what I'm saying is, have a look at what your lifestyle means right now. What does your time audit mean? What does it mean for the priorities? And do you really think that you are doing your best to make what you've said is your goal, your priority? So that's just kind of thoughts from the back of my mind about food on the go. I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't think we should demonize it. I think having the ideas about how we can eat healthier on the go is only positive. And I would much rather someone's having 
a homemade smoothie on the go in the car on the way to work than having something really unhealthy from the drive-through um, with no nutritional benefit to them. Of course I would rather do that. But the ideal would be perhaps if that person wants to eat breakfast to make time in the morning to enjoy something and to really have a mindful moment about eating it and acknowledge it going in rather than it being an afterthought and being something that's a chore. And I think we can all improve our mindset around food and it's a really big inflammatory topic. But I think the first thing that we can do is acknowledge that while something might be commonplace, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's the right approach. So, as I say, a lot of these discussions and these coaching episodes come from conversations that we have in the Paladins community on Facebook. So feel free to get stuck in and join that if you haven't already. Um, Until next week, I'm going to leave you in peace. I hope you have a brilliant week. Hopefully the rain stays away for you. Hopefully you get a bit of sunshine, stays nice and warm. Get out there, enjoy nature, and I will catch up with you all again soon. Bye! for listening to the do better podcast i hope you enjoyed the show you can connect with me and learn more about how you can become a happier healthier and more successful superhuman by contacting me at stevie potter at the following stevie's wonder clinic on instagram and heading to our website the and you can get started on your journey today by completing the superhuman scorecard via the link in the show notes i hope to see you all soon 